1: Yes, it is Friday. It is movie day and Niall O'Brien is here. How are you doing, Niall? Hello, hello, hello,
2: hello. I'm still here, 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 here. <laughs> yeah, you In my are. My basement,
1: basement, basement. <laughs> how are it you? Is, it, it is nice, your equity basement, yes. Yeah. Uh, i It's going, safe, it's safe. It is know. safe from everything that's going on. Uh, I am a little bit nervous, you're asking how I am, a little bit nervous um, <laughs> about this maybe quiz that could happen. But first, it is over to our quiz for the listeners. Tell us about this
2: yes of course it's the usual who's that talking now segment and regular listeners will know that it always ties into one of the movies that we're talking about today and i'll give another little clue just in case it's too hard this week a lot of people are going on staycations you know mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be maybe staying in B&Bs <laughs> and yes. hotels and really when it comes to the hospitality sector you can't fault this actor.
1: <laughs> I love it. Okay, here is the actor. We're asking who is that talking now? Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Which are answers, please?
2: For example, one of the things I can't watch now is the German episode because there's three terrible bits of business in it, and you had one of them in that. Really? When the moose drops on my head, if you watch it, so I mean, I shouldn't be saying this, but if you watch it, you can see I'm waiting for it. And then in the same episode, when the fire extinguisher goes in my face, I'm waiting for that. And then there's another bit of business, same episode, where dear um, Manuel um, straightens up into a frying pan. It's terrible. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's very, very easy this it week, I think. It is very easy this week, yeah. 86 800 Who is that actor, please? You have a little bit of film news, uh, which I yes. like. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, of course, you, you love any film news that involves Keanu Charles Reeves <laughs> and um, Bill & Ted, the third movie in the Bill & Ted franchise, Bill & Ted Face the Music, has been given uh, a European release date. It's coming out next week, would you believe? What? In, in the US. Okay. But not here until the 25th of September. Okay. So not too the US, far yeah it's not too far away in the US it's going to be a simultaneous uh, video on demand release and a cinema release so the US have been a little more cautious than us in that they are only now starting to reopen their cinemas so uh they're they're doing this one a little bit like say they've not gone the, the way that mulan has done and just said it's going to be a video and release mm. they're giving people because of basically i suppose the size of the country and you know how, how the pandemic has affected different people in different states they're giving people the choice to watch it at home or go to the cinema to watch it here it's going to be out in the cinema as I say September 23rd is the date
1: so okay very it's good
2: to, to look forward to
1: absolutely and uh, we just should remind people as well that I think next week isn't it Christopher Nolan's Tenet is Tenet hitting? is coming out yep. next
2: week I'm really excited about that yes.
1: so excited about this as well because well, first of all it's a new film to watch secondly <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan so it's bound to be good uh, and uh, watch this space because we will be probably chatting about that next week yeah
2: yes yeah.
1: okay so what what are we doing now because I have a running order but something tells me that you might be diver- diverting away from this one order uh,
2: I like to prolong your agony so <laughs> shall we go with the running order as okay. we
1: say we will go with the running order okay because it is what you like to co- love to call uh, Real Reviews the next generation so as I mentioned before on the show uh, in lockdown one of the kind of nice things I suppose that come out of lockdown was we were spending more time with our daughter Theron who is 14 and you know didn't mind being around her parents too much, <laughs> and uh, we've been introducing her to films that we kind of, I suppose, are calling classics that she hasn't seen. And in the last little while, she has been watching one of my favourite films. It's got my guy in it. It's got Keanu in it, and uh, it's it's from I think 1999, was it around that time, That's late nice, 90s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. here she is with her review of The Matrix. So it's time for another real reviews, The next generation, as Niall likes to call it. Tell us what you've been watching lately?
3: I have been watching uh, The Matrix, which is a science fiction movie.
1: Okay, starring one of my favourite actors, Keanu Reeves. So tell us a little bit about the plot first of all.
3: It starts off with a character called Thomas Anderson, who is a computer programmer by day and a hacker by night. And he gets in contact with um, someone called Trinity and Morpheus, who have the answer to the day-old question that he's been searching for, which is, what is the Matrix? Matrix, And um, they show him that the world he knows isn't what it seems.
1: Very good synopsis, because that's a tricky movie. It's a lot going on in it. You know, lots of uh, twists and turns and all sorts of stuff going on. So when this came out in the cinema, this was revolutionary for us in the 90s, the late 90s, in terms of, you know, CGI, what they could do with um, stunts, choreography, the wire work that's involved, obviously, in a lot of the stunts where he's obviously flying and different things like that. Uh, It just blew our minds, you know, when it it reached the, the cinema at the time. So for you watching it, what did you make of what we would have called cutting edge, CGI and all of that. What did you make of it looking at it today?
3: Um, I thought it was seamless. <laughs> Literally every like effect that you saw looked real. Like there was no there was nothing that you could like pinpoint being like, Oh, that looks like a little bit because of, um, a little bit like fake because of the at- camera angle or something like that. There was like nothing like that because most of the movies now will do something quite similar to that movie and do the same kind of stunts. So it's basically like, it's a like, big built up like what we use today. So definitely.
1: And in terms of saying what they called um, it was this effect that they called bullet time that's when he's dodging the bullets and it's all like kind of slowed down and paused and all that what did you make of that?
3: I thought it was so cool I was just like sitting like there like at the computer being like what <laughs> it, it was it, it still definitely holds up and it's just an amazing like scene
1: okay so you know for radio purposes obviously we can't think too visually so what scene would you like to pick to include in this little piece?
3: Um, Well the iconic um, red pill blue pill scene is well it's, it's amazing as well all of them are really good but that's just a very iconic scene
0: You are a slave Neo Like everyone else you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch A prison for your mind Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
1: Okay, so the big question is what are you going to give it rating wise? A five? What star rating are you giving it?
3: Definitely a five, even higher than a five. It is just awesome.
1: So there you go. It's five stars all around from Darren for The that's Matrix.
2: really good to hear. I'm always very conflicted when we do uh, Real Reviews Next Generation because I know that you're gradually edging me out and replacing me. <laughs> but no. But always does such a fantastic job that, you know, <laughs> when I hear the review, I kind of go, well, that's fair
1: enough. <laughs> no, <better> no. Than- <laughs> she, she, she is good, but don't worry. Your place is still very uh, safe. Don't very worry. Good. Well, it depends on this quiz that you're going to now spring well, she
2: She's not going to test you the way I do.
1: No. Easy. Should I do I need to get the music ready?
2: Well, do you have it? Or?
1: I do because I know okay, you very
2: well. Okay, here's the music for
1: the inevitable quiz that is going to be thrust upon me.
2: Yes. Uh, so uh, we were, we were. Our random review this week is for Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and I thought because you were so excited <laughs> at the prospect <laughs> of reviewing this, I'd give you a very easy Monty Python quiz, and it's so easy. I don't usually give multiple choice, but I will today.
1: Okay. okay. Thank you. So,
2: are you ready for question one?
1: I am. I am.
2: Okay. How many series did they make oh, of Monty Python's Flying Circus? Was it three? Was it four, or was it six?
1: I think three.
2: Incorrect, it was four, four series. Okay. Um, This one is a a little bit hard, but (laughs) you can guess. Uh, The Monty Point Flying Circus crew made two episodes for a foreign broadcaster speaking in the native language of that country. What country was it? Was it France, was it Italy, or was it Germany? Germany. It was correct, it Germany, well done, Okay. okay. Uh, what is the correct name of the political group that Brian asked to join in the movie The Life of Brian? Is it oh. the Popular People's Front of Judea, the People's <laughs> Front of Judea, or the Judean People's Front?
1: I think the first one, Popular People.
2: No, it's not. Oh, damn it. Group. It's just the People's Front of Judea. <laughs> okay. um, which musician set up Handmade Films, which was the producer of Monty Python's Life of Brian? Was it George Harrison? Was it Paul McCartney or was it Rod Stewart?
1: Oh, um, say the first one. My George mind Harrison. Blank.
2: George Harrison, yeah, him. Is correct, it was George Harrison. <laughs> okay. And finally, in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which you watched all of last <laughs> night, who delivered the famous line, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt oh, of elderberries?
1: Yeah, go, give was me it choice.
2: Er- well, I'm gonna just Eric, well, I've got it. Eric name. Idle, Eric Idle, Eric um, Idle. Do you want me to list them? or you? Yeah, I think, Eric I think
1: it? it's Eric Idle. It's not, it's junkies. Oh,
2: damn it. So <laughs> That was a watched, fail. You, you watched... I, sorry, go
1: ahead. No, no, can I just say, first of all, we have a, a great uh, message <laughs> sent in here. On oh, no, 86 1800 eight. Sinead, you were dead to me. Monty Python <laughs> reinvented mainstream comedy, embracing absurdism and anarchy. Although not as good as their masterpiece, Life of Brian, Grail is still a wonderful comedy. Uh, I'm guessing I know who that Paul in Drogheda yeah, is. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> People, a lot of people guessing our mystery voice as well. Uh, do keep those coming uh, into me on oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight? Um, uh, yeah, lots of uh, people saying, Sinead what's wrong with you?" Monty Python is incredible. Can I just mm. say, right? Okay, in my defence, right?
2: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Monty Python, right? Be- like, just You're j- not in doing genre. yourself
2: any any favours here.
1: Well, just because you know, I think you have to be. It, it's it's a certain type of humour. It's not, like, kind of a universal humour. Do you I know what I mean? It's I the mean, same way some people don't like, you know, gross, comedies like, say, Superbad or Van Wilder. Some rise, people just don't rise. like them,
2: you know? Well, now, it was really, this movie particularly was released in 1975 and it's consistently rated five stars... Like The Guardian gives a five star. Listen, the Guardian, I heard that stars. that
1: that that's on its way out, you know. It's been
2: it's been called a, a timeless <laughs> classic. Number three in Rolling Stone magazine's top comedies of all uh, time. Ah, another rag. A, I wouldn't
1: pay attention to them at all.
2: A twenty fifteen poll conducted by a website called Rancor, it was named the funniest movie of all time.
1: No, Sinead. it's just it's it's do you know when I see you know, knights entering a scene uh, brandishing coconuts pretending it's horse hooves. I just go, no, I'm out. I'm out.
2: Do you know what I mean? Literally, I laughed even, (laughs) I laughed five times before that scene even happened because of the credits when I watched this. uh, Again. (laughs) Well,
1: Sinead, what did you think? No, look, I, I lasted five minutes last night when I put <laughs> it back on. Because I just, I, I just can't. I watched it before with a friend of mine who's a big Monty Python fan and she's going on and on about this and I was sitting there going, like I smirked the odd time, but I just didn't like have the belly laughter that people have. Now don't get me wrong, you know uh, some Monty's Python sketches. You know, I mean like a little bit, little whiff air, You know that's that sketch mm, and everything. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's brilliant. That's really funny. Some of the sketches are really really funny. I just don't think I can handle a f- whole film of it.
2: Okay, listeners, uh, let's prove why she's wrong. Let's hear a clip from. <laughs> oh,
1: from hang on, Bob, I'm not ready out. for the clip. Hang oh, on. Know. Oh, oh. Okay, hang on. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am now. I am now. Okay, okay. So here is a clip. Do you want to tee it up there? Sorry, go on.
2: I don't need. I don't think it needs clean, uh, teeing up. <laughs> we have uh, King Arthur. He's on the quest for the Holy Grail, and he's uh, he he comes upon uh, somebody on his quest.
1: Okay, here so. it is. Old woman, man,
2: ma'am, sorry. What knight lives in that castle over there? I'm thirty-seven. What? I'm thirty-seven. I'm not old. Well, I can't just call you man. You could say Dennis. I didn't know you were called Dennis. Well, you didn't bother to find out, did you? I did say sorry about the old woman, but from behind you looked... What I object to is you automatically treat me like an inferior. Well, I am king. Oh, king, eh? Very nice. And how do you get that, eh? By exploiting the workers. By hanging on to outdated imperialist dogma which perpetuates the economic and social differences in our society. If there's ever going to be any progress... Dennis, there's some lovely filth down here. Oh, how do you do? How do you do, good lady? I'm Arthur, King of the Britons. Whose castle is that? King of the
1: o. There you go, Holy Grail. Okay, you're obviously giving it five stars. I'm giving it, is, it about it is, it's, two. Oh, ah, yeah, here! Oh
2: my God! Please, <laughs> listeners, write in and tell her why she's wrong. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah look I just think it's a certain type of humour I I absolutely am fans of all of the actors by the way you know I do think you know John Cleese is hilarious uh, loved him in everything else (laughs) No, any messing I did love him in, in some aspects of, of um Monty Python to be honest I kind of prefer The Life of Brian if you had you said you know watch The Life of Brian maybe more Life of Brian so.
2: is, is probably their classic but yeah. I still think Holy Grail is great
1: well look uh, each to their own uh, anyway I'm sure this, they don't need my review people have their you know they've got legions and legions oh, of fans I just feel as... there's
2: going to be a big turn against you now <laughs> I don't think so I think I'm safe enough
1: okay for next week we're picking number 5 so what's our random review for next right, week right number
2: 5 is oh it's please uh, be good come on now (laughs) (laughs) it is um, a documentary 2019 documentary called American Factory okay people might have heard of this because it is produced by uh by Barack and Michelle Obama okay and very it's good the story of a uh, auto factory in Ohio which had been shut down in 2008 and in 2014 it was bought by a Chinese company so it's basically the story of these uh, this Chinese company who takes over this American automobile factory uh, they make uh, glass primarily and how there's a bit of a culture clash uh, about the two kind of different uh, uh, I- I ideocracies kind of coming together. So okay, I've heard it's really interesting, good. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing it, yeah. So American, American factory.
1: Can I just say, sorry, there's a text from Tracy and Navin that I absolutely love. Hello, Tracy. Sorry, Niall and Paul and Drada. I'm with Sinead on this. Oh my God, it's such muck. You need a strange sense of humor to watch such rubbish. <laughs> I promise you that is an actual message from Tracy and Navin.
2: Yeah, Tracy, Tracy. you're on the wrong side of history there. <laughs> Rolling Stone magazine
1: agree with me. And now, very, very quickly, because we're fast running out of time here, you have some TV movies uh, for the weekend for me.
2: There are great movies on uh, three great movies tonight, and then a couple on Sunday. So very quickly tonight at nine o'clock on BBC Two, Lady Bird, yes, is the twenty seventeen uh, drama directed by Greta Gerwig and, and starring the fantastic Saoirse roman Yeah. Then uh, you can catch then after that on BBC One the Lost Boys, which was directed by the uh, recently uh, deceased uh, Joel Schumacher, which I think brilliant film, of his best movies, mm,
1: uh, vampire Flip.
2: Then after midnight on BBC Two, there's a great independent British drama called The Levelling, which is about um, a a girl who her her brother dies and she has to go back to the family farm. And it's about that, but it's a terrific movie. If you like indie movies, Mm, check that one out. Not a a lot of laughs in there, but it's a great film. And then very quickly on Sunday at half nine on RT1, there's Spotlight. Fantastic film. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want something a bit lighter on Sunday maybe BBC One <laughs> at half ten, it's The Notebook, a little bit of mushy, gushy stuff. Yes.
1: Listen, there's lots to enjoy for everybody in that. Niall O'Brien, as always, thank you for jam-packed real reviews.
2: Thank you. Talk to you next week.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more